Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdy Show. I still like doing the winger, winger. <laughs> A weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Boar. Hey, I'm Brandon. And I'm Nikki. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff because this is Nerdy Show, and that's what we do. It's a potpourri of the entire Nerdiverse compressed into this one program. Uh, now, we, this is, uh, we, we do this kind of every other week. We had two weeks in a row of, uh, of kind of alternative content. As you'll see, we're sort of on a, uh, a back-and-forth schedule. We talked, uh, me, myself and Mark with the C got together, talked about our deep feelings for David Bowie, followed by our landmark episode of State of the Empire, our all-Willow Watch special, where we talked to Bob Dolman, the screenwriter for the George Lucas, Ron Howard, 1980 sci-fi fan- well, fantasy epic Willow. And it was incredible. Um, if you haven't listened to it, you should totally listen he's to it. He's remaking it, right? That's what he said. Uh, Ron Howard said, he said, never say never, is Holy what he said. shit. I was right. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's exciting. Um, so, uh, Nikki, Brandon, it's been a while since you guys have been on the show. It has Cap for some reason. I don't think he likes us anymore. Man, man, no, man, the, in, no, the end of the year, the beginning of the year, fuck that noise. I've it's had crazy. nothing good to talk about. It's I mean, I still don't, but we'll, we'll see. Well, what's, what's been up with you lately, um, either of you? <sighs> playing video games chilling kicking back really no seriously that's it i've been i've been stuck on one game till all the new games come out next month so i've been playing like disgaea 5 for like hours a day there is well, actually there's one time i went to the hospital it was well okay. are you okay here's what happened that's a loaded statement here's what happened um so my lady friend denica as you know her <laughs> as you know her because um, <laughs> she might be something else that you don't know um <laughs> okay i'm digging a hole um so for her birthday, uh, her mom got her this crazy expensive Japanese, like you need a custom sharpener for it. It's like a shun Japanese sushi knife. Crazy expensive. Uh-huh. Um, and she's never made sushi before. So she did that with her mom and she came back with it because she, she went out of town to do that. So she came back with this knife and I was playing around with it and I'm like wearing boxer shorts. Oh, no. And I'm swinging my arm. Oh, no. And I'm turning at the same time, cuts a little chunk of my dick off. <laughs> so I was wait, like, wait, 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 like, wait. Is this, is this true? No, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Like 30%. No. And then what I didn't know is you can go. Did to, you say thirty percent? I, I mean, well, it depends. It, it's more if I'm. Is it more? I was ready to believe red? that you had like some sort of a minor brisk. I didn't measure it. What happens is the nerves were still intact. Well, the 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 base ones, and then the main artery. But they can put a metal rod in there, reattach the junk over it, and reattach the nerves. Um, it's titanium rod. It works just fine. <laughs> I'm going to file this under a titanium rod in your penis. And that has been another segment of 
Brandon lies to y'all. <laughs> I'm like, so you just have like a perma boner going on like you are, you all are the good time. at this. You are good all at this. All of the real things that have happened <laughs> like, to I me. I didn't notice that today. All of the real things that have happened to me have been depressing. Here, let me tell you a, a real thing that happened to me okay. last Wednesday. Mm. Um, I'm taking a bird out of a little kennel. It starts freaking out. You put a hood on it. It's calm. We give it some fluids, like we inject fluids, because that's the best way to rehydrate a bird. We of take, course. We take the <laughs> hood off while I'm holding it, and it's already been dead the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. So I like that you guys laugh about that. But So I'm holding the bird. It's a, By the way, it was alive when we started. All we did as, as was far put, as you're aware? All we did was put water under it. the you skin of its it. leg. No, no, it was in its leg. For like 10 seconds, take off the hood, and it's like, and we're like, oh shit! I think it's because someone come here. I think this bird's Maybe dead. In shock. And then you, the the best way to tell if a bird's dead is you poke it in the eye. So naturally, <laughs> we're learning a little. I, I, I mean, posting in the telling eye. us a bunch of stuff about birds that we obviously know. Brandon is essentially a medical professional when it comes to birds. I'm not. So he does not have a degree, I but don't. he does work for an official institution. As a so we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna put that out there. Look, Everything he's say, doing is above he's board. Great at bird if you calls, though. if you. <laughs> that that one was the that was amazing. It was real. It works fifty percent of the time on like any bird. Um, <laughs> it either it either tells them to go away really fast or come hither, and it works fifty percent of the time. Five out of ten birds agree. Yeah, <laughs> but no, because when you when you poke a bird in the eye, it's got it's like if I poked you in the eye while you were sleeping, like I, if I oh, well actually you don't have this part. Never mind. There's, <laughs> your <laughs> inner eyelid would go over you. It's yeah, they have the the nicks hitting um, membrane, and if you poke a bird, even if they're unconscious, it will. It will. It'll do a thing. Yeah, it will yeah. blink. But when they're dead, it no blinky no more. It doesn't do the thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then you're obviously. like, oh shit's dead, and then you put it in a freezer and move on with oh your life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing that's happening to me coming up is okay. that I am actually, and you may like this. I'm taking I like it already. I'm taking a class at the end of February. I think it's like an all day class on how to fly a the quadcopter Phantom Three, and I get to fly one. They teach me. I don't Yay. know how hard it is to fly a quadcopter. Well, I've never done it. That's, but the controls are sweet, and it's drone, got a right? cool-ass screen on it. Yeah, quadcopter drone. Okay, I think so. the Phantoms have quite a bit of like extra technology in them. They for, have a like, lot of They've got really gyroscopes cool. and you can GPS click the map. stuff. That, you can click a map that, that is on the controller, and it will yeah. fly back to your location. And it uses sensors so it doesn't like tilt and wobble. It's, yeah. it's like amazing. And they you range from like... the DeLorean uh, <clears throat> drone. Wait, awesome. there's a DeLorean, like there's a car? A or yeah, called have, it have you seen the ones where they, oh they make like a Millennium Falcon one and it's pretty much just like a I've a seen a Millennium Falcon balloon made of helium and you just go, wee. <laughs> there's actually, oh, the one with the big fan in the back. No, I've seen it. Mm, no, nah, they, they sell, in like Target, they sell these really cheap, um, small Falcon quadricopters, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have not seen them. Well, before that happened, though, somebody posted a video online of one that they, like, handmade. Oh. So people have been handmaking stuff like like Millennium Falcons or the one that I showed her was a DeLorean. I gotcha. I, makes, it lit up and everything right. that was balling. Yeah. Makes sense. I have seen that, yes. And, and, and you know, in at the top 20 nerdy things of 2015 list, we, we ranked underground drone races pretty high. Up was in the top five. I'm getting into and, it. And, I well, think it you're, was you're, number five. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It's the really number. cool. I can already see them doing stuff like. Uh. I mean, that was last year, so it was a while ago. So we don't <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, it I was can two barely months ago. remember. Um, but but Bor, you're actually getting you're getting into that scene. Well, I I, trying to? I thought about it. Yeah, is, is, <laughs> it's like, like, no. I watched a lot of videos. Um, yeah, I did. I watched a lot of videos, and I spent probably 
two weeks just researching them and trying to pick out which one I wanted. And I even got with like a local, uh, there's a local group that races them every week. And... Oh, so you probably know about the Phantom then a little bit. The quadcopter. It's Phantom. not a racing one. The Phantoms are like, if I put racing, pictures. if I put racing stripes on it, it's the nitros. <laughs> See, is it all cold. about racing or is it sometimes like obstacles more so than anything? Yeah, they, they set up like arches and have different things for you to, to go like around. Rings and and shit. For, for my money, it's both. Yeah. It's obstacles and racing. Right. Like, that's the point. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I learned that there's a huge barrier to entry. Like to get everything that I wanted, it was going to be around $1,200 just to right. get started. That's and that's bad. before I even get I mean, replacement parts and, yeah. and stuff like that. I've seen like $2,000 um, for like a good kit. So I wanted to hold off because I'm, I'm really excited about virtual reality, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit later. So I'll hold my thoughts on that. But uh, I, I'm probably going to need a new computer for that. So I didn't want to fork out $1,200. <laughs> so what I did was I bought a tiny little drone uh, uh-huh. that, that I was told is good to, to use as a starter just to get used to the controls and and. Uh, I'm waiting for like the how bad it was part. Is it like batteries not included? Tiny, like a tiny it's, little spaceship. It's very. It's it could fit in the palm of my hand. Is it like it's very small? Free toy. How, much, batteries not how much is that? But it has the the first person viewing camera on it, okay. so you can look at the remote and theoretically fly this thing. I couldn't do that much <laughs> because I had a hard enough time just like getting it to hover and then like go forward. I slammed it into pretty much everything in my house. Oh. I think you're supposed to take them outside, which, you know. It's I'll, hard. It's like I'll a helicopter. I'll do that next. Yeah. But, what they should do uh, is hook them I think up the ones this. with GPS and gyros they and stuff in them are a lot easier to use because, yeah, this one's flying all over the place. But a lot of the racing ones don't have that stuff. So if I can't get used to this one, I don't think I'm going to be it's able like to race It's like a video them. game. Just play some simulators. Well, it, it is, it's, it's harder than a video it, game. It is, it's, it is not as easy as it looks. It really The first time I, I got my hands on a Parrot AR drone, um, I I had one at, at, at the house. It wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't going to keep it. It was like, it came into my possession. I was like, let me, let me check this out. So um, I was in the backyard I put it on top of a, an, an overturned, uh, like, Oscar the Grouch-style garbage can as, like, a landing pad. I got it on my phone. I have it raised up. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, like, my ability to control that sucker, it just goes away. And all of a sudden, the thing flies over the roof of the house. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it just goes like, things and ju- it's gone. It just got real. This is not good. And then, and then so I run through the house to the front, <laughs> to the front and it's hovering above the road in, in front of the house. And there's this little kid, like, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Because this was several years ago, so that was this is like the beginning a of common the, of the, sight. No, the, the one that I got. If you like let go of it, it'll just it doesn't have any stabilization, and there's no hovering. If you're not holding the throttle at mm. this, a certain level and even going up and down on the throttle just a little bit, it's not going to hover properly. <laughs> That's why you need a Phantom, man. It stabilizes itself. Yeah, but you can't race those. They're slow. Yeah, no, and, I'm sorry. And, and they don't have all the maneuverability. Couldn't you just like, add your own kind of weight to it or something? So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to spend the money on that for a little while until I can at least tame this <laughs> $200 tiny one that I got. Just do a GoFundMe. That's your starter Pokemon. You gotta, yeah, it's my you gotta starter Pokemon. Yeah. But you know, maybe eventually I'll... I'll continue down that road um but another fun thing that i got around christmas and finally installed in my car was i got an android auto head unit which is really cool do any of you I have no idea what familiar that with that at all is that one of the, the vr helmets an android <laughs> auto thing that i installed in my car is oh, that a vr sorry. helmet <laughs> i thought okay i thought there, there is an android there is an android vr thing and i thought 
that it was something you installed in your car that let you drive. What? In virtual reality, like what, you like what you sit in your car. Are you living you on? It, like you sit in your car, you don't actually turn it on, and suddenly you're like driving. It would explain a, a lot world. of the drivers. You can't in even have headphones well, on while you're driving. The biggest problem is people walk through virtual reality, but you can drive. So I thought that's what you were getting at. No, I okay. did actually <laughs> see a video where somebody took a drone and had it like auto follow their car, and then they did a third person like driving their car, <laughs> and that's really cool. they were actually kind of successful, which. It'd be really disorienting, but anyway, Android Auto is more so you can integrate your Android phone more into your car, and I can have like Google Maps and uh, control of my music. And Google Now is. Do any of you use Google Now? No. Are you guys all iPhone? I use Google everything, but I have no clue what Google Now is. Yeah, I got an iPhone, man. I don't know what this Google is. Google Now is the creepy service from Google that will basically go through your email and search habits and stuff like that and give you information that it thinks you want. Like You like this? I do actually kind of like it because it'll tell me how congested my drive to work is going to be. And yeah, I can, but you with can just one hold button, the button and be like, Siri, traffic, and it just shows you. Mm. Yeah, but I don't have to do anything. <laughs> it, it's just it just it knows. Will tell me it just shows if up. I'm going to have a bad time going to work. <laughs> Is this that and I can vid? hit a button and it'll navigate me like maybe around obstacles and stuff. Will it just be like um, turn around? It's not worth it. Here's today. an example of something that that uh, Android. Uh, I'm sorry, Google now uh, was really creepy with. My girlfriend forwarded me her itinerary when she was going to be flying out of the country, oh, no. and as soon I didn't do anything. I just had this itinerary in my email. And Google Now was popping up notifications like, hey, it's time to leave to get to the airport on time. And, and I was like, shit, we do have to go to the airport. And then and then she got to the airport and I went to work. And uh, it, it was like, your flight was delayed 20 minutes. So I sent her a message and I was like, oh, stuck in the plane for 20 minutes, huh? And she was like, how do you know that? <laughs> so you don't even need to research anything anymore. No. It's like, it'll tell you things you didn't realize you should be probably thinking about, but you weren't. Right. I, I mean, I do want a virtual personal assistant. It would change my life. It would make me make the, everything better. The the yeah. company that uh, that Apple bought Siri from uh, has a AI that's going to be like a personal assistant called Viv that they are launching sometime this year. That's going to be like another game changer, probably. Uh, and everyone's you know asking the question of is it too much? You know, is it too much information that we're bequeathing to these? Like, how are they going to work? I don't know the answer to that. I do know, however. That I want a singularity Ray Kurzweilian style like artificial intelligence to be my pal and help me do my shit easier. You say that now, but when they get out of hand, you will destroy it. So I don't know. I mean, if, according to Ray Kurzweil, you're more likely to to fall in love with one and then eventually upload your consciousness and then combine your mutual consciousnesses into a single new consciousness, a fusion of formerly human consciousness and artificial intelligent consciousness that according to him that is more likely than that eventuality but i don't know what you said but i'll drink to that <laughs> well, mm. or not mm. or uh, nikki it's been a while what is up how you doing i am okay uh i've been working a lot mostly like six days a week right now been saving up some money been moving houses but uh on the side i've been on a pop doll she's been uh, moving the houses and boy her her arms tired <laughs> it's okay. a heavy house pop, man. man pop is the craziest thing because yeah. like it should have been a fad right 
and it's not. Like, it's, it's lasted so much longer than Beanie Babies at this point. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can someone go back and explain what the hell are you pop, okay, do like you know what soda a, pop, or pop, no, no, like, no, no. music pop? Do you know Funko Neither. Pop Dolls, the little vinyls? That they, they're they're like these cutesy deformed things. They have like every franchise in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyes. okay. I know. What you're, I any, see them in a ton of stores now. Yeah, yeah. The giant yeah. dead eyes the from all the Guardians of the Galaxy and like all. The yeah, yeah. I mean, from, yeah, from 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 small comic book stores to Target, everybody's Everyone's got pop got figures. Okay, I, I didn't know they were referred to as pop. They're pop dolls. Yeah, it's well, if you owned them and were cool, that Funko's the the the, the, the company that makes people them. always call them Funko. It's like Funko I've never has heard anybody a lot call them of pop. different. Um, they call them pop vinyl fakes. dolls out right mm. now. So this is specifically the pop vinyl line. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I'm not down with and all it's their a marketing. Thing that has not died. It's, it's huge. I just okay. So the thing is, is I never realized how huge the com- there there is a community. Oh yeah. I knew there were collectors and people who were like, ooh, I need all my Disney shit as, like, per usual, which, I mean, is cool, but, like, I don't know. I worked at Universal Studios, so, like, I worked with every single human being that was obsessed with collecting... Theme park shit? Theme park shit. So, I originally, to me, like, the pop dolls, I just didn't give a crap. I had a few, you know, like, E.T. and then, um, like, the DeLorean from Back to the Future pop dolls, because those are cool. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, recently um, I'm finding out, like, okay, so there's exclusives that come out, and they're limited run only, and you can only get, like, only Walmart will be selling this particular exclusive. That's how they get only you. Only Walgreens will have you. this exclusive. So People sounds like Amiibo Fever. People go to Walgreens on purpose? <laughs> yeah. And there, there, was, there was a Walgreens exclusive fucking Star Wars action figure. The Traitor like nine was this in 1979 no, like this like... fucking year the, the 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 guy who who you know throws down with finn in force awakens traitor that dude oh i forget his name oh. but yeah. his name is nines he goes by nines okay. um but like that that guy's figure was walgreens exclusive before they had any idea you know what he was going to turn out to be like exclusive like they're not making it for anyone else right. now it, it, it wasn't gone. That's it, how it they're probably going to make more well, in mean, another yeah. line but originally it was not distributed anywhere but walgreens yeah they'll reprint stuff but then they won't be worth as much where right now a lot of people around like america not everybody has walgreens so the walgreens exclusives <laughs> so what i'm doing is uh flipping oh. that shit oh yeah i, I used collecting. to know someone <laughs> i used to know someone who came into like a, a toys r us and you may know this person as well i will not I mention do. his name i hate his and guts. buy everything if, so no one else like no little kids can enjoy toys and then the charge like 10 times or five times the amount like online yeah there was it was a dude this is i'm not Looking gonna name names you, again but this is a dude who is specifically he was running game on all marvel legends action figures in the entire orlando metropolitan area i'm talking he would hit every store that got them in which it was his whole life he was driving around constantly going to these places mm-hmm. and then would go to comic book stores like small places and try to like flip them by hand he wasn't using ebay like a like an intelligent person would do um and but was basically making sure that there was in town no Marvel Legends action figures that weren't marked up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I can't really blame you for running game on the Walgreens exclusive pop figures. It's kind of a different thing. There was no you, Christmas There are that like year. YouTube guides where people are showing you like apparently 1 a.m. is like the time to – I mean I can't – I don't need to be like giving <laughs> Should you guys – Should I be angry at like – I shouldn't be I'm giving away say, my secrets I'm going to say you them. people because I'm assuming you're yeah, one of them. But should sure. I be angry at you guys? I, I mean I don't give a shit about collecting these <laughs> this things. This is my first week. If you did it to video games, if you did it to video games, I would – murder you <laughs> video games in the ground i seriously got a pop doll that's an exclusive and i used like you know how you get the rewards walgreens i, I got like three dollars off I mean. of a pop doll that was already 8.99 and then i look online and they're selling it for 30 so um 
Well, that happened to the Amiibos. <laughs> First run, right? People still huh. get the Amiibos, yeah. but then they're yeah. putting out remodels and they're like felt now. I don't know stuff. anybody who buys Amiibos <laughs> all knitted. the time. I try to buy them all. The, I don't even use them that much. He's giving me it eyeballs. Was a thing. <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but at one point, people mm. were buying them all the time. I got, I got Lucas. That's all I need. I'm done for a while. <laughs> I found Little Mac. I'm sorry, or Lil Mac. I don't know what they called. I found him in the store. He was from the first release, and people were selling for like eighty, ninety dollars online. I went into a random game store, and there was just one sitting on the shelf. I was like, "How is this happening?" And I bought it for like thirteen dollars and gave it. Gave it to someone as a gift, unbeknownst to me that they recently just like re-released it. Mm. I was I thought I'd found some magical moment, but it was just I was stupid. Here's the weird thing I did. Uh, I just interviewed Phil Collins, not not for Nerdy Show. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yes. Cool. When I saw your post, I was just I I didn't mm. know if it was one of your dreams though. No. See, I, I was know. like, did he really, though? This is, a, this is a real thing that happened. It's for Consequence of Sound. By the time you're hearing this, as this episode like comes out, the day it comes out, I don't know if this is going to be published yet, but it'll be a text interview. Um, and I, I'm, I'm putting it together. I'm selecting which parts of the interview are actually going to make it onto the onto the page. Consequence of Sound is the, the music and film website that I'm the art director of and that I, I write for and do. I'm kind of their specialist, so like when they have very specific older musicians, I'm kind of their go-to person for that. Um Anyway, that's that's a whole other discussion. But um, there's a part of the interview that really meant a lot to me that kind of got a little weird. And if I do include it in the article, it's not going to translate how weird it was. So I want to play it for you guys right now, um, which is me talking to Phil Collins about that one time he was in Miami Vice. The, uh, the episode <laughs> oh, from season two, Phil the Shill, which is one of the greatest moments in 80s television history, uh, a show that opens with... Phil Collins as a weird uh, host for a game show called Rat Race, him standing between Emo Phillips as the completely inept co- uh, contestant and Michael Talbot, who played Stan Switek on the show as the Elvis-obsessed other contestant and just a bizarre, perfect moment, an incredible episode. If you've never watched Miami Vice, just watch this one episode. You can watch all of them on NBC.com. Um, but uh, here's, here's, the, here's the time... That I think I I was doing well with Phil Collins. I think I think we had a little bit of a rapport for a moment, and then I think I lost him. Mm. Oh <laughs> no, dude! I don't want to hear that part. Uh, I'm gonna be I, so sad. It's it's all it's all in good fun, but I think was there just a point where he's like, "Who the fuck am I talking well, to?" You'll, Hold you'll, on, get into this. That's here, what he sounds like. Here, here, have a listen for yourself, <laughs> Phil. I am a huge Miami Vice fan. Uh, yeah. Back in the day, you know, those early couple of series were still classic. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I will be going back to Miami, which is where I live, yeah. uh, the weekend. The news that you made your place of residence in Miami, I was like, oh, this is perfect. You uh, know, I go, I drive around there, obviously drive the kids to school, and, and I, I drive around, you know, the South Beach area. Mm. And I, um, I look for places that I remember, try to remember places that we worked on, but, you know... It was 30 years ago we did that episode. Yeah. And Miami has changed hugely. It's unrecognizable from the Miami of the 30 years ago. And I can't find anywhere that we worked. We only spent the week there, but it was really intense week, and it was great fun. If you're open to it, I want to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not now. No, okay. <laughs> you asked him that. Hold on. I mean, you know, I got the, the, the story is in brief. They've used a lot of my music, you know, obviously they used In the Air in the pilot episode. Yeah. They, Fred Lyle, he was the music director 
I never met him, but I knew of him. And he used to use my music and others, of course, but he used my music very, very well. And he would take songs that I wouldn't have thought. He used Long, Long Way to Go and Take Me Home. And they were always used very sensitively, you know? Yeah. Anyway, eventually, they called me and said, we'd like you to be in an episode. And I said, well, fine, send me the script. You know, I said, it's, you know, I don't really, you know, not a big bit, just a cameo. And they said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got the script. And I remember the day I got the script. In, I was living in England and I, it was a summer day and I went out to start reading it on the garden. And I, I, I turned over the page that I was in and then the next page and I turned that over. And I was in pretty much 90% of the script, you know? Yeah. And I called him and I said, listen, I can't do this. I mean, I haven't acted for ages, you know, and I'm in most of the script. I thought it was a cameo. And they said, uh, oh, no, don't worry about it. Just come over. We'll have a lot of fun. So I learned the script and I went over there and it was, it was fantastic fun. And I found that I was pretty good at it, you know, and people were coming up to me and saying, hey, you're good at this. Have you done it before? And I said, well, only as a kid. But, you know, when that episode was aired, it led, because that was in my imperial years, you know, when I was mm. in the mid-80s, I mean, I was, I was everywhere. But it led to me getting the part in Buster, and it led to me getting an Australian film called Frauds, which I starred in, which was much better than Buster, but it's an unknown film. So it was great fun to do, and I stayed in touch with Don Johnson, and I still, the, the percussionist in Tarzan was married to Sandra Santiago, who was, <laughs> who was one of the, one of the ladies in that, in that series. Yeah, Gina. Yeah, <laughs> Gina, yeah. He got, you're, 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 uh, I've got to go, man. I've been okay. given the warning. All right, man. Well, thanks so much, and, uh, fingers crossed that Life as a Rat Race shows up as a B-side on one of these re-releases. Which one? Which life, one does? life is a rat race, the track from Oh, Vice. God, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> well, you really are a detail fan. <laughs> Thanks right, so Kat. much, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah. I, so I was doing well until... Yeah. <laughs> until, like, until he's like, this guy is going to like steal what hair I have left and struggle with it. I didn't think it was it. that bad. Like, yeah. he, he was a lot of that's edited. Like, oh, wow, you're really... I like... don't know, but you could hear like the, do you watch me when I pee, too? <laughs> sort of like tone like, in his voice. You remember like, more details I mean, about my life than I do. Don't be so like, full of yourself there, sir. I'm a fan of Miami Vice. That's right. Not you, although you are. I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't know what, I, I don't know what he was saying. He eventually said, like, oh, you're a specialist. And I was like, oh, I, you know, specialist is, is nice. But then I was re-listening to it. He's like, oh, you're a... F-. And then I was like, what was the F? What, where, what was he going to say? And then he, he corrected himself. Wow. A facialist <laughs> about feces. Oh. Facialist. That's, that's more like your line of work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know. That's what uh, I do. The guano. Uh, anyway, let's... let's uh, well, did you ask him? Did you ask him important things, like... Oh. Um, no, no, no. I know you asked him important things, but I meant like real important things like what's Don Johnson's phone number? Why'd you do Tarzan? Um, did you really feel it coming in the air tonight? What was that? Aaron, Aaron and I were joking about um, interviewing him with, but only with questions you would ask Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Holy shit! Which, you, would, you would never be allowed to do an interview again. But fuck, that would be. Just well, I mean, he would just the, the phone call would just disconnect immediately. You would think that, but 
I've seen similar situations in which like, they were oh, not. Oh, Phil, Phil, it's great. It's great the to talk only to you. Way... Love Sledgehammer, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only time you can really get away with that is like if they are trapped in that room with you, like around this circle, and then they're a little more obligated. Where yeah, over the phone, you I just mean, you got to be careful. I mean, what's what's the fun in that? They get mad at you, and then like nothing. You're not. It's not like you're. You know, it's not like you're really provoking someone who's going to give you a good reaction. You're just gonna. You're just gonna get an angry musician. Is what you're gonna get. <laughs> you know what? It would have been great if you ended that way. Like, oh, it was really nice for you to be here, Phil Collins. Um, and you know goodbye but, and, I, and I I want to be your sledgehammer and then like and then like and then disconnect and then just give him and then like when he's at home you're like what the f- oh but he thinks I'm Peter Gabriel I was expecting something like oh you're going to be living in Miami that's not too far away what are you doing next <laughs> you're week? like I live in Miami <laughs> oh, I mean like but he was he was great like it was a, it was a really wonderful interview and we'll we'll link to that interview on this episode's page like it, it was it was a great time he and I seemed to have a great time as great a time as you can have you know with the a, a, a press vulture like chomping at your life, you know. Like I, I just assume hey, he knew what the fuck he was getting into. When of course he, made, he does. You know, music. He's a consummate professional. Yeah. Anyhow, let's talk about Pokemon. <laughs> how's that? How's that? Hardest for of all transitions. I, I will transition this aptly. Here's something I didn't get to ask Phil about, and I don't know. I don't know how this would have shaped up exactly. Um, in the 1980s, I only recently discovered this. In the 1980s, Phil Collins joked about filming a movie. Uh, an adaptation of Goldilocks and the Three Bears starring him, Bob Hoskins, and Danny DeVito. Holy shit. It was a passing comment. It was just a joke. People thought it was real, and they started asking all three of those people about it constantly until it was he, – he's like, well, I've met them, but we don't we don't talk. We don't know each other. So then he's like he, – he eventually uh, – this is according to some things I, I read on, on the interwebs. Uh, he asked them, would you be interested in doing this? And they all were like – that's weird. Sure, people are asking about this. People there's interest in this. Like, yeah, okay. And ultimately, I don't think a finished script ever got produced. It never got far enough along. And obviously, Bob Hoskins is no longer with us. But, um, but yeah. So there was there was a, there's an alternate universe out there somewhere where there was a Three Bears film starring Phil Collins, Bob Hoskins, and Danny DeVito. How cool would that be? And Danny DeVito, boy, he would make a great detective Pikachu. And that's my segue. <laughs> oh, that he was really, really the would best. though. Like now that you I brought it back that. around somehow, wow. <laughs> just not random at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna get into this game coming out because it's freaking adorable. But sadly, we're not gonna have it in America for who knows quite some time. So we're talking about Detective Pikachu now. Detective Pikachu, but it's in English. Let me point out. It is it. The trailer, all English. There's an English trailer now. Or maybe wait, no, 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 no. There isn't. No, there isn't. You know what? You're right. There I isn't think... because there's no. Voice I don't acting. know. I understood everything. Maybe there were subtitles. There's subtitles. subtitles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I'm I read subtitles, subtitles, your brain auto corrected the, the Japanese. Always... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm. I used to Pikachu watch like anime and stuff like that. So for me, it just it goes in like English. Anyway, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the great detective Pikachu, the birth of a new duo. <laughs> oh my Who's god! Who's the other one? I'm so an actual Pikachu. Okay, so there's a detective a Pikachu who threw me off because he has a very deep voice. You know, the entire time he was talking like this, very serious. Pikachu days. Like, I'm like, where's the cute like Pika? You know, and I'm like, where's that? Where's because right. it's supposed to be adorable. But, you know, it's still pretty cute, like, watching him, like, hunting things. But then at the end of the trailer, all of a sudden, another Pikachu pops up who does actually sound like Pikachu the days. beloved. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> beloved Pikachu. Be the real I said it was Pikachu in Japanese. Right. So at first I was like, 
oh, that's the birth of a new duo. Mm. But then I'm finding out this Detective Pikachu is actually going to have a human sidekick named Tim. Tim Goodman. Tim Goodman. Goodman. <laughs> Tim Goodman. But they gave him, I don't know. I, it's weird that the Japanese would give him. He's wearing like, a red hoodie, though. I was like. English name, but. Huh. I, well, I mean, they're he's all. A, he's a Pokemon trainer, and from what I, what I read, and I don't, I don't know how accurate this is, that um, like from the trailer, Detective Pikachu is like talking, and he's got like a voice, and then when he goes out to talk to a human, it just sounds like Pika Pika Pika, and they don't understand. And I think he's seen like a oh. murder, but he can't tell people. But this one trainer somehow understands him. Is this legit? Are you telling? No, no. Okay. This, so this Sorry. is why. I don't even know if I'm lying. And right Pikachu now. has a titanium <clears throat> rod. In his so <laughs> there's this. I damn. I'm. I almost. Do what? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, well, from what I read, so this Tim Goodman is this one human who can understand this Pikachu. Okay. So they team up to solve crimes. I swear mm. I saw a dead body at the beginning, and that's why he's freaking out and like, trying to tell people. I'd... Dead bodies in a Pokemon game. I don't believe that, but yeah. Well, I don't know. It's getting dark, man. But it's, it's a 3DS game. Yes. And it's already out in Japan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it looks beautiful. Like I don't know how the reviews are. It looks are. very high definition. Like I'm excited for it. Well, like, it's a puzzle game, like cinematic puzzle game. I don't, I don't know how the gameplay actually mm. is, but you go around and solve puzzles, and it's like a cinematic. It's like Professor Layton is that? That's what. what I, that's the closest thing I'm thinking to. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like a Professor Layton type game. There could be stuff like that. I'm sure they'll have like a mixed ball. I know there's stuff. no Pokemon like fighting. I can, I can tell oh, you right gosh, now. No. Yeah, like maybe like illegal, like alley, back alley cockfight style Pokemon <laughs> fighting. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I think there's going to be puzzle things. I think there might be times even where you go into things and you have to basically mm. play a, oh, like I Spy kind of. Like mini games and mini stuff. Mini games and stuff like that. I uh-huh. think, I mean, it is made for the younger audience. It was a dead body. As all the Pokemon games are, but at the same time. I'm going to play the shit out of it as soon as I possibly can. There was a hole in a person. He's like, give me some trash to plug the hole. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the other trailer I saw. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Danny DeVito element is that this when this gets translated, they need a voice. And some beautiful genius online decided it should be Danny DeVito. Change no. Change.org. Mm. And don't say no because you haven't heard the trailer with Danny DeVito in it yet. Because it exists. So change.org, there's a petition. It's got about 45,000 signatures. I thought I was going to say 45. Oh, great. 45,000. To have Danny DeVito. Yes. I don't know how he feels about it. I haven't read anything about it. But there, someone made the exact same trailer but put clips from various Danny DeVito. Not clips, but audio from various I mean, Danny DeVito things in it. I think it could it. be fun i don't know it's just again i'm still thrown off by the <laughs> voice that they chose for him in japan it's so just to you'll love danny, danny devito as pikachu and i'm just he's so pikachu is adorable this is not danny the DeVito same this is, is not the pikachu that about you the know same height. this is a different pikachu no, a clear, this is a meow detective code, right? this what? is like a hard-boiled detective coat? no he's got a hat he's got a, a really no trench coat hat. Dude, uh, no, he definitely does not. He has like a little um, magnifying glass, I believe. And then, yeah, he's got his little. That's actually a joke in the game because Don't he you walks understand? around. Okay. I'm a man trapped inside a Pikachu body. Get that Thunderstone away from me. I, I got to solve this mystery with the magnifying glass. Oh, I would say, I would say, give me a toe knife. We need cap on this shit. I would say, I was waiting for a toe knife to come in, actually. I was really waiting for a toe knife to get in in between my little peak toes. (laughs) I would say, load the clip, but I don't think we have it. You know, later. So, I mean, 
the the description for Pikachu in this game is he is shy, can't hold a charge, and likes beautiful what girls and tea. Like, like, like an iPhone, charge. like his like phone? you know he oh. can't build up his electric charge and like so he's a worthless some, he can't Pikachu. Fight. That's why he he's a detective. Develop, uh, it's an electrical uh, impotence. <laughs> yeah, he had to develop huh. his mental abilities because he was physically like like Meowth. Yeah, can't he can't do that. anything but speak. Now, he had to heighten one of his other senses. Did you guys hmm. see the Super Bowl uh, trailer? The one that made us all cry? Dude, I cried I like a freaking baby. I don't cry. Oh. This trailer was I mean, actually I... released a couple weeks before the Super Bowl. Uh, it's 70 seconds. Which yes, is, guys. Cause it's, it's, I think it's good. the Super Bowl is, is going so on right now as we're recording. As we're recording, oh. yes. Yeah. And by the way, how dare you guys make me come out here <laughs> during the fucking sports event of the year where like the Bruins and the Marlins are probably playing I think um, the greatest game of soccer slash football in the history of... Of whatever, and American I'm rugby. doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. I could be eating chicken wings, sitting on my fat ass, <laughs> rooting for team going, it's my team, but you don't, it's not your fucking team. And go, oh, they threw the bowl and they, the, the bowl? It's about a bowl. <laughs> Dude, I, I just need a segue really quick because I was watching Saturday Night Live and they were, or some show, I'm not even really sure. And people had to like tweet songs, but like for the Super Bowl. So you know that song, um, Hot Light, Hot Hotline Bling? Yeah, that one. I that can, that can no. only when mean one thing. I can't even sing it properly. But he's like, when I hear the doorbell ring, I know it's going to be chicken wings. Oh, shit. I loved it. I I, cracked up when I... I I didn't do it any justice, but I suck, so... (laughs) (laughs) But let me tell you, if you go and watch this episode, it. it was amazing. Anyways, back to the... Back, the to back to whatever the hell we were doing. Pa- powerful Football commercial. Thing. Live action Pokemon commercial. Yeah, so it was a live action Pokemon commercial. It starts off like very, I can do that, I can do that. Inspirational. It's, it seems very inspirational. You're not sure what it's leading up to. And then all of a sudden they're in the middle of just a huge arena fight, like a gym. like Poke gym. Poke gym, yeah. So it looks Poke like American gym. football. It looks crazy. It's just huge. And yeah, it was live action. And as soon as they like shot to there, he's got the vest on and they like pull span back. Like, I don't know why, but you know, I mean, I'm a girl. I could cry at the drop of a hat. I see a cute kitten. I want to cry. But like for some reason, not all girls do that. It's so sad. I know girls who don't cry. Okay. Be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) See, well, geez, I didn't mean to cry. (laughs) But no, for real, I, I teared up. Yeah, I had no idea what that commercial was about. Uh, I don't either. It's it's, it's celebrating the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. That's really all it's doing. It's gearing us up for an entire year of massive Pokemon releases. I assume most of which we don't actually know about yet. We know Pokemon Go is coming this year. We know we're getting the... um, There's some genre changes. Like, I mean, there's going to be, like, Pokemon remakes, and there's Pokemon Go, but there's Mm -hmm. also, um, you know, Detective Pikachu is a different type of game. (laughs) Pikachu. Pikachu. Not Pikachu. That is a very different thing. Oy vey, we got a mystery. You know what? I'd watch that, and Danny DeVito could still do that. I, I just want to point. Out, I, I There's saw, the FPS coming out. I the saw first-person shooter Pokemon. Hail Caesar uh, in theaters. The new Coen Brothers film, and Robert Picardo, the EMH from Star yes. Trek Voyager, was in it as like a really, really indignant rabbi, and it was, it was an excellent moment. As soon as he popped up on screen, me and <laughs> wait, which movie is this? Uh, Hail, Hail Caesar, Caesar, the new Coen Brothers. As movie. As soon as he ah. came on the thing, we all just went. Lean forward, like the entire theater, like saw our road just like pop forward, like <gasps> Robert Ricardo. And they're all looking at us, like, what the fuck? and they're like, oh, it's our god. He's also from Star Trek. I would just like the Voyager. 
So yeah, that's, that's what I said. The I, oh, I'm sorry. Voyager. Oh, I'm also used to Stargate over here. Oh, so. yeah. Stargate. Sorry. Yeah, also. Boom. He's well, everywhere. Yeah. Um, anyway. I freaked out because I watched Inner Space not too long ago. And oh, I saw him. And I was like, holy the, crap. The cowboy. I haven't seen this movie for like 25 Jeez. years. But. Um, uh, just side note, go see Hail Caesar. It's really good. It's getting slammed. I don't know why the reviews are so bad. It's great. I loved it. Why is I, it getting slammed? I, I, th- I, because there were two old women in, in the theater. They, 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 they did they, it. They, they were they the came best out the end, reviewers. And, and, and there was, there was a guy who was like taking like a status on how people like the movies, like one of those info, info peoples. And he was saying that mm-hmm. all the old people coming out of this movie, old women specifically, they didn't like it because they're there for their George Clooney and they're upset that their George Clooney is being a bumbling idiot and being kind of weird. They're, George Clooney's in a weird movie and they need their George Clooney to be handsome and, and to want to get with them someday. Uh, so that wasn't really fulfilling their needs. And so they, they were, these, these old ladies, they were indignant. They were like fucking mean about it. They hated that. Old film. ladies are always mean about everything. Some of them are nice. Nope. Some of them make biscuits. <laughs> with poison. And cookies. Poison anyway. biscuits? Anyway, yeah. Pokemon. Uh, so they're doing a bunch of stuff this year with Pokemon. All yeah. kinds of stuff. Most of, and, and I assume some big announcements that just aren't out yet. Probably E3. Mm. Time, well, Nintendo doesn't really care about E3. But... <laughs> <laughs> They they do care about announcing things at the same time mm. as E3. Mm. So and mm. then sadly being in the morning when you can't watch them because you're busy. <laughs> I think the closest I'm going to get to playing Pokemon this year is still Pocket Mortys. Probably. Oh man, no, like 19 new ones were released in the latest update. There's I no heard ones. about that. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Okay, I don't have I, time for this shit. I am still trying to be the very best Pokemon master. And... I combined two <laughs> Vany Mortys. Do you know what I got? I got yeah. They're called Vany Mortys, and I think I sent you a picture. You did skinless Mortys. Skin, no skin Morty. Yeah, I saw that. And he's just like it. Just says like hates Rick. It's just like <laughs> like tried to make like a zit removal cream. Now hates Rick. Like that's it. Wow. It should have, should have had the caption like star of the personal space show. <laughs> Before we get on any farther, we, we got we to give some shout outs to some, some wonderful, wonderful people who've decided that they like our programming on the Nerdy Show Network enough that they would give us some denomination of money every month on Patreon. And we give them cool stuff in return, cool bonus stuff exclusive for them. But they also make sure that we can keep doing this, that we can keep making new shows and all kinds of wonderful things. We're working towards a lot of... Uh, you know, milestones and so on. We're going to be working towards after we, we're about to hit thousand, a thousand and a hundred dollars or so. We're going to hit a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars a month. And that's going to mean that we can bring back some other series. We can pay for editors. And then we're going to be working towards the goal of actually being able to buy Doug full time. Doug, he will quit his job and work for nerdy show. What if someone buys him first? Cause he's apparently for sale. Well, that's danger. That's dangerous. So we gotta, we gotta make sure we get him first. Anyway, new patrons. We got Kevin Askham and Allison Parent. And Allison Parent, she said, Hello, I just recently became a $20 monthly backer for the Nerdy Show Network. I see I can give you guys a message to read whatever I say. <laughs> and her first message is this. Was that her entire message? I was like, and that was her message. <laughs> that, was, that was what she said when she first was like, hey, here, here we are. We're doing oh, this okay. thing. And then she said, this is her first message of the month. Because at $10 and up, you get to... You will have a, a constant platform to us. Once a month, we will say, do whatever you want, basically, on the air. Um, Allison Parent would like to remind all her fellow nerds to use less plastic, take shorter showers, and go buy a sustainably sourced reusable water bottle. Which I think is a very important message. We should do that. We're nerds. We're smart. Let's be responsible. I do that all the time. Hmm. Yeah, I do what I can. I do what I can. I have a glass a water bottle. That I use. Um, I'm allergic to plastic. I'm lying again. I'm not allergic to plastic, but I don't use it. We got. We have. We have one more uh, patron to announce, and it's a big one. Um, 
We should probably do a drum roll. All right. Fenrir Gochad is an executive producer of what? Dirty Show. What does that mean? Explain. That means he's giving us $100 a month. What? Wow. Fenroy Gochad? Did I say F- that right? Fenrir Gochad. Fenroy. I know Fenrir. Fenrir is awesome. Yeah, Fenrir. he is awesome. He's been with us a long time, Fenrir. and now he now he owns us. So, um, <laughs> so and here we, we have we have a special treat for you. Uh, could you pass this down to pass this down to Bor, please? Dun, 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 um, wait, don't open that yet. Um, why do I have this? Uh, he's, oh, no. he's chosen to I can't use Vanna White. This thing. He's chosen to use his new executive powers for mischief. Oh, and uh, Bor. He's, oh. Oh, is this what I think it <laughs> yes, is? It is. Yes, he's, ho- he's taking you up on your <gasps> offer to uh, issue the yes. first negative shout out yes, that we've wait. ever done. I can't wait. Okay. I, oh, I can open this now. Yes. Oh, I'm I so hope you like. I now hope you like anthrax. This is. If, I don't know if the two of you like even listen to Nerdy Show, but <laughs> no. a, a few episodes <laughs> I, ago, I, I said <laughs> that if somebody paid us, yeah. We could do negative shout-outs. I didn't think you were serious. Like if they wanted us to diss somebody. Is it going to be another like page? It's a good way to get money, negative. though. It's a good way to get money. Oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be beautiful. I'm ready. I'm, I'm really excited that this happened. Let's this see. is a little irresponsible, guys. A little you have to hold back my girls' right, giggles. <laughs> this is addressed to his ex-wife, Zane. Oh, Z-A-Y-N. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Zane. Zane. I have no idea. Zayn. What, however that goes. Okay. Super Zayn. And he has to say, Ha! I'm more productive without you than I ever was with you. Wow. <laughs> so diss on you, ex-wife Zayn. <laughs> he's way more productive now! <laughs> Maybe he's more reproductive. <laughs> Damn. Got this we, hand, we got this hand. This is a, a sick burn. Got two hands. Hope. Don't need a woman. Yeah. Oh! Plus, he's got Tinder. He's probably getting all the ladies on that Tinder. Or Grinder, whatever yeah. way he's going. Well, yeah, I guess we He likes wanna... himself a sub sandwich, yeah. and he wants to get on that. Or the new one, oh, yeah. Blender. <laughs> Which is, I think, both of them combined. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm Does that mean there. that there's there like really 50% should be a more blender. gay people? It's just <laughs> normal, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Blend R. Wow, I'm really excited that I got to do that. He goes on to say, wow. that message may have actually been too nice. I um, really wish it was longer. Honestly, <laughs> that, that I was, was ready nice... for like some serious, like, <laughs> yeah, I, dark, in-depth... I opened, yeah, yeah, let me just show this real quick, because like, I was like, oh, this is in an, it came in an envelope, and it's on a full sheet of paper. One line. There's, this, this, this is all that there is. <laughs> oh, you didn't read the PS at the bottom. It says, this is covered in anthrax. Please give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, he says uh, it, would, it would make it would be that, you know, it would, that was maybe too nice. It would make more sense if he told us all the stories, but he's uh, opted not to because that would probably bore us. But um, do you guys yeah. feel like Sorry maybe if you're listening, Zane, uh, c- congrats, Fenrir, on the, uh, I guess, beneficial separation. Yeah. Do you think maybe you've opened some sort of Pandora's box? And... <laughs> no, I'm serious. I hope like, so. like something really bad is going to happen. Yes, I can't wait. I hope. Like you're going to read another envelope. Well, I'm, ass- I'm assuming you read it first. But what if you get something sent to you and it's like, ha ha, who has your kids now? You'll never see them again. And it's like, well, oh. Boar's been getting messages like that regularly. Um, yeah, but well, he's okay with those types of messages. <laughs> that that was some dark shit, and we we need to go back into that at some point. I mean, we recorded all of that stuff, right? But we haven't released it. It was a pain in the ass to edit. There's some legal. Yeah. There's some legal we, issues behind. We realize, but if you've seen Boar's unboxing videos, you'll you'll know what we're talking about. If not, check out Boar's unboxing videos. I've only seen the first two. Well, it took it. Well, that's all that there is. It took it. it no, took a dark no, there's turn. a. We recorded I mean, more of them. That's, that's all, all that there's we publicly. Yeah. Oh. Um. 
some some stuff happened. Oh. Yeah, uh, we, we can't really go into it legally okay. yet. So uh, hopefully, uh, the rest we, of those will be released soon. I I made the envelope preparation for this. I was, that, yeah, I, it was I it was it was for Bohr because I knew he would be really excited, and he was. It was I, I think it would be great. Awful. I would. I think it would Has be great. Has anybody ever seen me that excited about anything? <laughs> no, oh. frankly, no. I've never seen you that excited. <laughs> we get to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. All right, so so uh, so Patreon is one way to support us, one way to support the whole network. But um, I do want to tell everybody about a way to support Nerdy Show that involves no money whatsoever and is really really important. We we actually we weren't sure how important this was um, for for years because there was not a lot of conclusive information about it. But that is rating and reviewing us on iTunes. You may have heard us mention it in all of our intro or outro stuff, mostly outros. And um, the way it works is on iTunes. Um, you can go on, you can give it a, a, a one to five star rating, any, any program, any podcast on there. Uh, you can just give it a... Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rating, or you could also write a short review. And based on the number of ratings, that is how much how likely it is that someone's show will show up when people are making general searches for topics and so on. So it would make nerdy show programming more discoverable. And we have feeds for every different show on the network. There's a feed for all the shows we, we release, and there's a feed for just this show, just Nerdy Show, the flagship podcast. And then we have, you know, all the different other other shows, Epic Podcast, Wicked Anime, Flame On, etc. 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 Dungeons and Doritos. Um we don't have a lot we've because we've never asked we you know we've we've mentioned it but we've never asked you guys specifically could you please do this really on the air and could, now we want you to do all of it go you, to every single one and yeah. rate it with all of the stars yeah could you please do that like how so, many stars are there are there five uh, there's five stars yeah we want five stars um <laughs> and most of our shows that actually have public ratings are five stars but you have to get a certain amount of ratings before you can have any stars displayed at all and some of our shows don't even have enough and it doesn't take that many so basically it's something we you know we've seen we we've seen our download numbers we know there's plenty of you out there but if you do us a big favor of just i mean if you can do all the shows great but just you know your favorite shows go on there rate the shows reviewing the shows even better um and uh, currently, to give you a perspective on this, the, the feed for just the show, just Nerdy Show the Show, it has 
in all the years that we've existed, it has eight ratings. It's been rated eight times, and it only has two reviews. Whoa. Excuse me. When I get home tonight, it's going to be nine. And maybe three <laughs> reviews if you Ten. play your cards right. <laughs> um, the Nerdy Show Network, the feed for just the network, which has been around longer than all of our other independent feeds, it has 63 ratings. Um, and 27 reviews, which is, which is good. I think that's, that's, pe- right. not enough people know that it, it could it's be there. better. But yeah, yeah. no, no, not a people know how, that, how important it is. We didn't even realize how important it was. So now, now we're putting the word out and we're going to, you know, keep putting the word out. If you can do this, great. That would be huge. And if you do it, we are going to read your comments on the air. Um, you don't even have to pay happens. anything. You just, yeah, um, just rate and review great. it and you get a free comment on the air. Here's some recent ones from, from January. Um, Maha Utsukai-chan says... Um, that was actually pretty good. Great, authentic nerd casting. Five stars. If you're looking for a show run by nerds, for nerds, you've come to the right place. The hosts on each show come from all walks of nerddom, which makes for really entertaining discussion. This is my go-to podcast for commuting. I think that that's was, a great wow. review. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Whoever you are, you're awesome. Uh, Maha Utsukai-chan. Well done. Well done. And also, Goferg which is the word gopher with a G at the end of it. Great source for all things nerdy. Five stars. This series of podcasts cover everything from video games, movies, to the nerdy things of your youth. Many different perspectives, and I love all things nerdy. Definitely worth a listen. That may have been a typo because I had to record this in a Siri. Um, but anyway, because uh, you, can't, you can't select, you can't copy things in iTunes, so I had to dictate it. Anyway, it was dumb. Um, but you guys are great. <laughs> and, and shout out to Garrier, who may have written unique reviews for every single series we put out. Uh, you're a champion, man. That guy, man. Do we have any like one star reviews that are like could have been better? Uh, they're they're on the network feed. There were some. There were some. They're very old. Uh, back when we used to play more music, there were some people being like, "Flawless music sucks," and they play too much of it. <laughs> oh, I'm not. No comment. I hate music. <laughs> I plead. It was the Brandon. Fit. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I did not write. Uh, you think I would waste my lazy time? I expect there to be at least a few reviews that are left that say. My favorite episodes are the ones with boar in them. Can you have more <laughs> with Brandon on them? Yeah, that's what we want. Less boar. Pit us against each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do uh, let's do some kind of deathmatch thing. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Nerdy Show Deathmatch. Coming oh soon. Uh, anyway, other ways you can support. We got the Nerdy Show store, nerdyshow.com slash store. Buy some t-shirts. We got all kinds of t-shirts there. All kinds of stuff you can get with Nerdy Show apparel. It's all good. Um, shop on Amazon, nerdyshow.com slash Amazon. Follow our links and anything you buy on Amazon, anything you buy through our link, like anything you personally add, you follow the link, you add stuff to the cart, buy that stuff. Can I, it comes can to I throw out an evil idea? Yes, please. Since, since I'm all about evil. Uh, here's, here's something that I've done on, uh, on a computer or two. And you know, the, you can bookmark the nerdy show link, right? Yeah. So that way you don't have to go back to the nerdy show page. Every time you want to go to Amazon and help us out, you can just make a bookmark of the link that you click. It becomes your only portal to Amazon is our portal to Amazon. Right. My girlfriend buys a lot of stuff on Amazon. So on her computer, I replaced all her Amazon bookmarks. I was going to say like, this doesn't sound evil. It's like, oh, you replaced, she doesn't even know you did it. No. And that's just the beginning. How much will you pay for us not to tell her you've changed all of her bookmarks? She knows how to find this stuff. Apparently not. She's not going to know how to change it back. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, anyway, Amazon uh, now offers 20% off game pre-orders. So, Jesus Christ, you got your work cut out for you. There's so many games oh, coming yeah, out so, this year. Oh, yeah, so, you know, next month, if you want to get maybe Uncharted 4, um, Dark Souls 3. Or you could pre-order the new Doom. Yeah, um, just do that through the link. It doesn't actually cost you anything, but it gives us something. And you get a sweet figure Yeah, if you uh, pre-order. For Doom? You Don't have to you? buy the collector's edition. And yeah, that's the collector's expensive. edition. I, I haven't honestly, I haven't looked into the new Doom. But the idea intrigues it, you me. You get but... it cheaper if you buy it through Amazon. Yeah, and you can feel good about yourself. By <laughs> what, what, what do I need to know about the new Doom? What 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 do I need to know? Because I haven't I haven't looked into it at all. Uh, there's a chainsaw. You can rip things out and shove it in their holes. Oh, I mean, I, I remember. I yeah. I saw the City Three. Yeah. I, yeah. I forgot, yes, but saw I saw it. it. It was it was good. It looked good. It's fast paced, interactive. It looks like how Doom should be, and it was how Doom was a long time it did, ago. It did play really well, and the multiplayer looks like Quake. Which, oh my god, yeah, it's amazing. absolutely great. I haven't played Quake. Um, there... Well, it looks like more like a modern Quake, like uh, Quake 4 or something, only updated even further. But fast-paced, first-person shooter. I got you. There's, a- yeah. there's actually like a demo version of Doom Out, or maybe it's the completed version that you can't play, but um, Conan O'Brien did on one of his like Clueless Gamer things. Oh, yeah. He played with like, NFL people. Well, they sent people. him advanced copies yeah. to do that. And they yeah. didn't show much of it, but what I saw was great. And they were just like, oh, yeah. ripping pieces out of a demon and shoving like it in their mouth. It looked like it was difficult. And it looked oh, like no, it's crazy. Like you die, like, like you can die like that. Yeah. So Demons will just I snapped my fingers for people who go. Pull your leg off yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, but what? it looks amazing. May 13th, it comes out. May, wow, that's wow, that's soon. Wow. Pre-order it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of games coming out. There's a lot of games coming out. All of the games. So, I have a list. <laughs> it, it, and I've seen the list. We should we're probably, <laughs> I don't know. I should, should we publish a list on the forums or something? I don't know. We but it's, it's a hell of yeah. a list. Let's read them right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a little bit of, uh, of, of old news, but I, I'm glad that we could have both Brandon and Nikki on the same episode. I want to, because, So I want to talk about this. Not me. The, the Star Trek Beyond trailer. <laughs> um, I thought looked like a lot of fun. Sabotage! <laughs> I can't stand it! Okay. I don't even play it! I'm gonna yeah. break this ride again! I love that you're all Beastie Boy fans. <laughs> who, who isn't? Now explain to me what about this trailer any of you is Star Trek related. Um, no. Have you Go. seen the one original tw- series, like, ever? Yes. You have? Yes. Like, one episode? I saw two? Kirk getting it on with things sometimes, but... But I also saw them doing some science stuff. Okay, uh-huh. I didn't see Michael Bay explosions. Every, every time two the seconds. base hits during sabotage, they cut to like a different alien or crew member. Yes, so doing, like doing martial duh, duh, arts. Duh, 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 duh. It mm-hmm. looks like they're gonna yeah. use a lot of different species. Guys, okay. It- first off, Beastie Boys for a Star Trek trailer. It should be like a very slow orchestral build. <laughs> okay, um, it's all it is. All everything they showed me, they didn't show me. I guess they. I understand they want to pull in everyone who doesn't care about Star Trek or science and just likes Michael Bay movies. So you've got CG nonstop, oh. you've like unrealistic looking sets. You've got th- you've got you right ships now. blowing up constantly. I don't know how many explosions are in the film, but ninety percent of the trailer is explosions. So I'm assuming multiply that by a factor of Michael Bay minus the JJ. You keep Abrams. mentioning Michael Bay. I never attributed <laughs> the, the the prior Star Trek films to Michael Bay. You see my problem with this one. No, I don't. Oh, I, half of it is explosions and people doing martial arts. He's not okay. suggesting that Michael Bay had anything to do with it. He's just likening it to Oh, Michael I just Bay. think that oh, was their inspiration here's, for this movie. Here's what I know about this film. In, in the Darkness was a piece of shit. Uh, the first one was pretty good. It had Cumberbatch. Um, that does that not make it okay. That was the only good thing about um, that film. And I agree. And then characters That's, sucked. Well, the Klingons look cool. I, I thought as, the Klingons, oh, the this, one minute they showed. As Khan, no. This one no. is... Yes, it is directed by one of the Fast and the Furious directors, but seven. it's written by Simon Pegg, and I trust that man 
with my and life. And supposedly he didn't like the did trailer it... at all. Yeah, he he, he, he was said like, that the trailer was terrible and didn't not represent the movie. Of, yeah, everybody's judging it based off of Beastie Boys, and I really don't think that's fair at all. Put it on mute it's and not, then rewatch it's not the fair, flipping trailer. But at the same time, why did they do it? Oh, can like, I talk, can to make I t- it look fun and they did it themselves. Can I tell you me? the entire plot without knowing it? Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> they have a ship. They're going to the frontier to explore. Um, they don't have orders to do that, so they're kind of renegades. They their ship will get injured or explode. Have you seen right. the original? Wait, they'll crash on a planet. There will be an alien who does martial arts for no reason because I saw that in the trailer. <laughs> um, she'll fall in love with Kirk um, because you can't not have a female fall in love with Kirk. She'll probably die by the end of it, and then. At the end of it, the Federation will be like, we forgive you, being the youngest and worst captain that ever lived, who should not have his own ship and hasn't passed any tests. Yeah, so uh, to me, it seems like it's going to be an amazing film that totally (laughs) adapts to the original series. (laughs) Why is Kirk captain in this movie? He shouldn't have been captain ever. Like, don't get me wrong. He was a fun captain and a cool captain, but at the end of the day, he was not a smart, like, at like I don't know, I never felt like, like my he was voice an just went up an octave. Captain. So you know I'm serious. That was Picard. Yeah, that was a full octave. Yeah, like Kirk in the original <laughs> show at least gave orders. In this one, he doesn't he even very, know orders or regulations. It's a different cal- dimension. Very calculated. Different things Thoughtful. have happened. It is in the this same animation. dimension until a certain point or diverge. But he should have no, known regulation. It's not, and here's why. What? Because in, I saw the first in movie. Star Trek Into Darkness, there's a scene where Kirk is making love with two feline ladies, as in ladies, human ladies with cattails. And those have been uh, identified by that piece of shit screenwriter, uh, What's-His-Dick, who ruined Lost um, and, and Prometheus. Abrams. What is J.J. Abrams. No, not J.J. Not J. J. Abrams. Um, oh. I forget it. The, the mother. I, I I spit on his name, but right Star now, Star Trek I'm, I'm lost. J.J. Abrams. I get really pissed off. So. Right. It, it's it's the guy the guy who players. did who wrote fucking Prometheus. He's a piece of shit. Um. Anyway, those those ladies were identified as being the same species as Mares from the Star Trek animated series, also seen in live action Star Trek films like uh the, like I think five and six had them anyway uh the katians the cat people of the star trek universe and these are human ladies with tails very attractive very easy to do but not not the <laughs> wow uh, not the cat easy to creatures do. from easy to do. uh from the actual star trek universe therefore it's a completely different looking alien race and the klingons look completely different into, into darkness therefore it's not the same universe i thought that yeah. they just looked different because that was just like a retake like a retelling of like kind of how they look but it's, it's still the same thing but except that the first movie it's not and you've got the original spock and they tell yeah. them where it like everything screws up. was great until into darkness into darkness shat the bed <sighs> They took it too seriously. They did too much action. The original one was super campy, had a lot of fun, and I. But at the same time, they were low budget. Look, I guess I'm every gonna, single like I'm going to see this movie when it comes out. Obviously. Damon Lindelof, fuck that guy. That's the guy. If they for <laughs> once, and you'll agree with me on this, Bor, if they for just two seconds of the trailer mentioned lithium crystals, <laughs> I would have been totes okay with this shit. Like, oh, they're flying Did in space. We've got to stop the aliens from getting all the dilithium crystals. Yeah. I don't know what that accent use was. Use the tricobalt explosive. I think it, Did they use dilithium in the first series? I don't... I think did. this did film they? might be uh, yeah. better yeah. than Star Trek Renegades, though. No, you can't <laughs> prove that to me. All I saw was explosions and kung fu. And Simon Pegg going, like, grabbing a cliff. We all know he can't do that. I'm just... Uh, this discussion... Hmm. I can't stand it! I did not plan it. Actually. Well, maybe no, no, I didn't. I'm just saying the trailer sucks. Would you say that it got sabotaged? 
I wonder if their ship got sabotaged, and that's why it gets like destroyed here's, in the beginning. Here's the plot they of had the a film. Plan. Oh, now it's shit. going wrong. Here's the premise as dictated by Wikipedia. Kirk the, was playing the Beastie Boys on the bridge. The USS Enterprise crew, led <laughs> by Captain James Actually, T. Kirk, has been attacked by what? a powerful, unstoppable wave of unknown aliens who destroy the Enterprise, leaving them stranded on a new planet where they find themselves in conflict with a new ruthless enemy while finding a way to get off the planet. It's going to be so fun. So, Star Trek so 1 and 2. No, wait. Never mind. You know what? Patrick <laughs> Patrick motherfucking Stewart, okay, Picard, did not have to fall in love with a woman every episode. Yeah, there was the occasional vacation where he went to, like, Rises or whatever and met that, that lady. He but, was a much better captain. But, That's why he didn't hook up with every lady. Why are they not making a new movie with Picard is what I'm because saying. Because I hate can't. Kirk. He could be because like you Earl Grey tea, and it'd be like this most CGiest teacup I've ever seen. If they were to, if they were seen, to do any it. film using Captain Picard again, they would have to use Patrick Stewart. And if and they are going to use Patrick is... Stewart, then it has to be related to the actual series, and it will never make its way in. Well, that's I'm okay with that. Yeah, the other ones were in theater. I mean, the <laughs> I don't know. Star Trek right now is in a very strange mm. place, and we'll have to see where it goes. It's all going to revolve around making a new show. Yeah, if that television series on on whatever exclusive CBS, I'm, I'm I just really hope it's better than Enterprise. Excited. Enterprise was the shittiest thing that they could have ever like, I like produced. What are you talking about? I love hashtag football. unpopular opinions. <laughs> well, I hate Voyager, so eat that. What the That's fuck? My favorite. Yeah, sorry. Whatever. It's I, I, I don't like it You're much, but I watched all of it. cancer to me. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, if I was the Borg and I, cap- I was capturing males and females, I'd cut off all non-essential parts that are- serve no purpose and replace them with machines. But then we wouldn't they be don't able to need look to at use people like, like Seven bows. of Nine. <laughs> they don't need Amazons. to use any. I'm just saying they're faster with less material on them. <laughs> Sure. Yes, Brandon, I too have issue with the sex object of Jerry Ryan. Nine and, to five. And, and also a seven, a seven of nine. And also, what's her face? The Vulcan from Star Trek Enterprise. Bleh. Uh, did, did not do it for me. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Jerry Ryan. You know. I just don't remember any of the characters from Voyager except for Catherine did you, Janeway. Did you know that uh, seven of nine's suit? Like, she had to wear nothing underneath it, so they, like, had to basically build the suit for her, so that way everything stayed just perfectly. So everything that you see in that suit is, like, that's her. I thought they just put, like, glue on her, put the suit on, and it just stays. <laughs> basically. And then at the end of the day, she jumps in a vat of, like, solvent, <laughs> and the, just the off. Yeah. Comes off. Yeah, now, that's exactly Whenever the four of us on. get together, it does get way more Star Trek-y than normal. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> I like it. It's it's it, honestly, it really had never happened until just this past like six months. So we otherwise we had barely touched Star Trek, which is weird. Um, just dilithium, shame. dilithium crystals is all I care about. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the VR stuff. The VR stuff you want to talk about, Bor? Uh, yeah, there's there's so oh, much. So going Bor's on. the one who's so much going on with VR. <laughs> what? What is the one who's what? Yeah, I'm the one who's in the... what. Interested in I'm that video that you were showing uh, me earlier? Oh, oh, the uh, the the erotic applications of, of virtual reality using a, a, a it's a, not a, just virtual a, reality a cock piston, dude. You use a real thing like that's for your real <gasps> penis, correct? <Boy>. Yes, <laughs> it's a you real. Fa- you put your fake penis thing. You, in a right. real object. <laughs> Men, you are let's, trusting. Let's, let's, let's hold, hold on. Let's back, I'm missing thirty percent of my penis. We do need. We do need backup. You don't even. We need. You have to establish what we're talking about here. We're running a professional show. <laughs> Talk about the penis machine, boy. <laughs> well, you have to ease into the penis. You can't just. You I'm can't missing thirty percent of mine, so I just got to go for it. <laughs> I just got to go straight for it. That's been established to be a lie. Sorry. I don't remember that. 
Pixar, it didn't happen. Okay, so <laughs> what you guys were just talking about was called the Virtual Dolls Controller. Mm-hmm. That comes with a video game called Girls of Arcadia, which shows off the technological yeah, we'll, wonders we'll, of uh, this device. We'll share a trailer with you guys. You can see this. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll link to some some visuals. It's safe. It's safe for work. Ish. <laughs> if you're a school teacher, play this. But in basically, class. if you want to answer some awkward questions, watch it at work. It, it's a it's a fleshy looking hole that has some stroking action. All right. Uh, is it a piston? In, it that's looks in tune with this. Looks visuals. like. Have you ever seen Naked Lunch? <laughs> what? No. I, I, no. Uh, I, you lost me. Is that the movie where David Lynch makes an animated butthole? Well, it's David Cronenberg, but yes, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what? This it, this is basically. It looks like a steering column with with a nondescript fleshy orifice, just a single hole. It doesn't look like a butthole. It doesn't look like a vajayjay. It just is a hole in this big fleshy expanse with two handlebars. Yeah, it can stroke your dick with two handlebars. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What's happening right now? And and it has inside of it like kind of like a scan arm of a printer, but with this like pressure piston, so that it can like scan. I I think it can grip and it can slide. Yeah, grip and slide. I really hope it makes the sounds of a dot matrix too. (laughs) It does too. If it's not, it's not erotic. I want it to have dial up sounds. Oh, it could change well, depending on what you're... your partner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Connecting teledildonics. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like, I get it. So it's, I... a, it's a device that comes with a VR game, and you put it on your pee-pee, and... Yeah, and you, you can interact with, with it. Girls. You interact with the girls, and then and they'll do things. And she interacts with you. Is this a Japanese-made thing? No, it's, it's extremely American, actually, I believe. Yeah. What? It's in the we US of A. Yeah, you don't make sex toys in this country, sir. Japan put out that uh, bird dating app. Oh, God. Or, uh, the game. Hato Full uh, Boyfriend. That one. Which I'm everyone sure you wants like you to play. Yeah. Why haven't you? Uh, there's a special Christmas... Uh, add-on that came out i I don't know guys i don't know why i haven't had it we'll see if we can get the virtual dolls controller so you can interact with it even further you know what i would do that i just for fun you can film it i don't give a shit we'll film it but just from like the waist up no no it's all or nothing (laughs) if i'm going all in you're filming all of it you can put a blur over it you i know you can do that it'll have to be a very large very large i don't know who's gonna be I mean, probably a lot of men, but still, to me, the idea of seeing that they looks scary. I a problem. feel scared for your penises. They had to close pre-orders <laughs> because there was too much of a demand. Oh, that was part of part I, of the story is oh, that oh. that they had to close the pre-orders for <laughs> for a while at least. Half of it was from other nerdy show. The thing is, the cast members. The device was only about one hundred and fifty dollars on their Kickstarter to buy it. Uh huh. Which. That's low. Not including it the is game, kind of though, low. right? No, it, it comes with Girls of Arcadia, oh. which looked like a top shelf. <laughs> Girls of Arcadia <laughs> is the, the, the Wii Sports of, <laughs> of this fucking machine. It yeah, looks I think, really I think cheap. the idea is that you can use this device with other stuff that hasn't come out yet or probably actual VR porn. Or just have sex with it without anything This on. is a can sure. of worms that... Does sat- it come with a can of worms <laughs> to put on your junk? It does. I want to put the worms in the orifice. That'd be like for the alien experience. Yeah, the worms I don't... Prefer, prefer places like your butthole. It's more like being underground. They don't really have it. It didn't look like urethra stimulation was part of this uh, package here yet. <laughs> so, okay. Can we talk about, about the game for a second? I know that's the, the least Sorry. 
impressive <laughs> aspect but is it like one of those 2d anime gating si- no, dating sims or the way that they described it they didn't go into too much detail but you have to like save a girl and then from a monster which from you fight. some sort of a monster oh, i thought you like yeah, as a jpeg some sort of an action a... element to it you probably I, I don't know I hope, how they have it. I hope your penis is the sword because otherwise are you going to have to swap between like, okay, I, use, I got my 360 controller paired with this thing right now. I'm, I'm fighting that. All right, set that down. Now grab onto the handlebars, which which the fucking steering column fuck toy has, uh, and then and now do that one. I think I, it should be all one controller. I mean – What if it was random battles like a monster appeared and you use your sword? I can't stab yeah, what if, like, it. I can't confirm a monster this, appears. but I think those wow. handlebars had little joysticks on top. If oh. I remember correctly <laughs> – from from one of the images who has the coordination <laughs> well oh, you don't you don't need to thrust it's doing it pre- presumably it's a no piston. It, i think it's, it's to interact with menus and, and whatnot yeah but why you're doing it the, the dirty the nasty the old i think you can switch cold? between a little bit now okay. are you just trying to complete her or is it trying to get you to completion because i mean how's it gonna really know unless you just hit like Okay, I'm done, and then you push the bitch off. Like I don't. Maybe it's like those uh, those those, like those life, flash animations of like it's like all right, harder, faster, faster, orgasm. Click the orgasm button. You're ready to go. Ugh. It's you know? probably something like that. Have you ever been imagine. to a carnival and then you like you shoot the ducks? There's like a little target. You hit it, and then the duck like flips. So there's a chamber in the back with a little metal prong, and you've got to hit it with your semen, and then it knows to turn it off. Oh, okay. a little switch in the back. <laughs> that's where. If I were that. making it, that's what I would do. Have you guys ever seen? Um, THX eleven thirty eight. You know, I never have. I've it's seen eleven thirty seven. It's George Lucas's first film. first film, and it's like based off of an even earlier like short film he had made. But there's a scene in there where uh, he goes into this thing, and he's it's not virtual reality; it's actually holograms. And he gets to watch these holograms doing things, and all of a sudden he like hits this like button. Doing things? this thing comes down from the from the roof, attaches itself to his penis. And just starts doing stuff while he's watching the hologram, like, nudity. And that's what this reminded me of. Like, as soon as I saw this virtual reality thing, I'm like, oh, my God, George Lucas was right. I mean, a self-cleaning thing that comes from the ceiling sounds better. The reason why I'm laughing is honestly because while you were saying that, I was picturing the Super Mario Brothers movie where the fungus came out of the ceiling. (laughs) And I just picture Bob Hoskins sitting there and just getting, like, a tug job of the fungus. A rum tugger. And then John Leguizamo is just going, just trust the fungus, Mario. And he's like, what was it doing to my junk? Sorry. <laughs> I can't do cockney right now. Me junk in me butthole. <laughs> Sorry. So, Brandon, do you think you'll buy one of these? I mean, um, it's going to be difficult to get on I the I may list. buy one and not tell you. <laughs> okay. I, I can't think of anything more unappealing <clears throat> than this. I, Here's the thing is they have devices like this already. I can. In That's sex, true. I can. In sex stores, they're mostly for women, but I can put like a flashlight on it, and it's a giant piston that moves and then you know you just you just lube it up you're good to go the thing for (laughs) women how what how could you make that work let me explain something to you there's I mean, a giant metal rod on a huge motor. It's like a piston. It moves back and forth. So oh, the rod, yeah. you're talking and about you, the automatic like, yeah, dildo You put thing. dildos okay. on it, but you could unscrew the dildo and just like tape something else He knows to more it. about dildos than I do, so I don't... I own more than you do. Probably. Wait, I don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that? <laughs> I own zero dildos. So. I own zero as well. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> they're called vibrators that's right vibrators not, are not different dildos. than dildos yeah it's not even for i knew me. that was gonna come up after like she specified that there was zero <laughs> no, no, no. it's got bunny let's not talk it's... about vibrators at all it's got bunny ears 
Anyway. Oh, dude, the bunny. I hear great things uh, no, about that you, one. No, you don't know this one. Anyway. <laughs> what were we talking about, VR? You, you ain't medical, Wiggly. You don't know about him. <laughs> I heard there was a game He's invented that stopped people from being nauseous in VR for like two days. Oh. No, <laughs> no it's, seriously. It's not, right? it's not that there was a game invented. It's just that there was an experiment where a man for 48 mm. hours stayed completely in virtual reality. Like he slept in virtual reality. Uh, I guess they fed him while he was in virtual reality. <laughs> no. Well, and and they had a a VR shaman who was directing <laughs> guiding him. his experiences. What what I was reading about it is that there was um there's the HTC. It's from the HTV. Sorry, HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vive. I got to use yeah. headset, which is partially you made did? by. I did. Hashtag jealous. It's made yeah. by Valve too, which I didn't realize. HTC and Valve. Yeah, and, I got to use it. Uh, in October. That's rad, man. It was I before talk about, it was we need to talk about that later. Yeah. Well, I want to know about that shit. There's awesome. there's a company that I read claimed they created a game that or an experience you could stand for like that long and you wouldn't experience nausea. So I thought that that's what this was. I read was something about. about a virtual nose, where if oh they man, just I didn't read about a that either. Nose in virtual reality, then like it gave your vision like a reference point. Mm. And oh weird, it made you less sick. I don't know if that was something that well, was integrated. Well, it's similar. What, what I was reading, there was a company called Cloudhead, and they and they made a specific game called like Blink or something, and it lets you interact with your environment, so it doesn't trick your eardrum into thinking you're moving when you're not, like because most VR games are sitting or well, standing. Well, the Vive, the Vive, you can basically set up a holodeck in your exactly, house. and that's what stops you from getting nauseous. Is your eardrums like the the fluid is actually moving with you, so you're not getting nauseous. You're actually moving and experiencing yeah. things. So huh. they this guy they said they made him take special medicine and liquefied like banana and chocolate so he didn't pee for two days. Yeah, pee or poop, like no kind of. And he slept in a cave under the stars. Hours. That was VR for only two hours a day. He slept. I didn't hear anything about this peeing oh, or pooping. Guys, thing. I read. Yeah, this. They, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's it was one live. of the things I wanted filmed, to talk about was oh. because like I was like there was some health like unhealthy stuff that it's like oh well he didn't experience nausea and i'm like well they had him on so many drugs so he wouldn't have to use the bathroom yeah. that how can you honestly be able to judge what the rest of his that body was sound like, like a valid test no, no that's not at all that's incorrect that's the that is not point. how you look like, to empirical like, evidence how science you even pills or no pills if you if you're wearing a vr helmet for over an hour you're gonna want to throw up anyway so i think that's 48 hours is pretty damn awesome maybe they give him like dramamine i don't whatever like that's cheating i don't know seizure medication weird weird i would get you you actually used a vive yeah that's pretty awesome what did you think of it because that's that's the one that's winning in my vr war it was i'm I'm gonna throw down some money hard on this experience i've used other i've used like the oculus and things like that Mm -hmm. this is beyond that the like crispness that's what everybody says but see i've i've seen people use it on like uh the jimmy fallon show and shit like that but whatever they're using looks like crap it doesn't even begin to show you what you can actually do with this stuff it is like you could go under the table and like be able to look into things everything interactive is it's very clear for one thing like at one point there was like a hologram and the dude looked like uh uh morpheus from the matrix the matrix like he was just like this hologram dude and they're like trying to get me through and like you could step in this portal and it would take you somewhere else and then all of a sudden you're in another room and then i was at one point it was for halloween time so it was like a horror game like holodeck thing set up oh yeah yeah there was a lady in the room with me like making Mm. sure like she would carry the wires was this that secret halloween horror nights thing it was Uh aha awesome i heard 
rumors of this. You know what? Yes. This, this is going to create Test. a great new Second Life. Is what Did you I'm... play Second Life? No. Oh. I said a great I didn't get excited. new Second Life. <laughs> David Bowie did one. Oh, how, I used how to. many position balls do you have? <laughs> but, okay, no. The, I got the, them Way all. too many. But the I Vive, learned how to script them all. The reason why the V is on my radar now is because that's the first one that claims, and I, I read this, maybe false, that yeah. claims you can have a nausea-free experience with it. No, the Oculus can't do that. The Morpheus can't do that. I don't know why. The Oculus, yeah. It's, it I don't know how HTC different. and Valve beat out, like, Microsoft and Sony and, it's like, the all these depth. other companies. So. I think it's the depth of field. Well, it, and it really like and Google. You don't they believe beat out that Google. Valve could do that. I mean, they, well, I don't believe Valve. they can even put out is, a new Half Life. Well, so. and we still <laughs> haven't seen what Magic Leap is working on. Magic Leap is the company that like everyone is chucking millions and millions of dollars at, well beyond the investment capital. I hope it's nausea free, or I'm not getting v- it. VR thing. I mean, it, it's there. It's like in it's Hollywood investors. It's people who who are possibly investing in the next step in entertainment, the next major genre of of entertainment is and it's all pointing to magic leap and they haven't they've publicly shown some videos but they haven't publicly shown any hardware or even let on to what it is they're really doing they have nothing they just have everyone's money and they're going to skip well down. they they have they have shown i mean they have had uh in, investors come to them come to their private space in dania beach florida and um do you have the address uh i think i could find <laughs> let's it. go there uh, but, uh, say it right here on <laughs> camera <laughs> um anyway so so you know there's, the important people have tested this hands-on, and it's just all behind a massive wall of secrecy. We only know that tons of money are being poured into Magic Leap. Important mm. is subjective, Cap. Guillermo del Toro? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You remember that? Remember that? Spit take <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Um, okay. Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> he's looking at this great new VR thing that's possibly being made. Magic he's, Leap? Ma- yes. Yeah, whatever. And he's putting money into it. Uh-huh. And Silent Hills never got made. VR, Silent, whatever the fuck. Did you play PT? I think yeah. we talked about that. Yes, this. and then my You told me how system, to make a new account. My oh. system, oh, you, yeah. You can't delete it anymore. Guess what? Guess what? I saved you, and my system died, and I can never download it again. <gasps> well, yeah. I uh, hate life. Anyway. I think they're caught in a conversation you... loop. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm getting deja sorry. vu. Yeah, this has happened before. Anyway, um, well, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro, he's definitely going to be working <laughs> on a horror game with whatever vr is available i'm assuming yeah no doubt no doubt so we're we're basically at time man there's still stuff i wanted to cover i even had a a dream a, a, a magical oh, yeah. dream what if we end I on your, to know dream? What your dream was. can you like paraphrase yes for uh, me because i ha- i don't know what it well, is i have it written down because it's kind of weird i don't know it's kind of complicated Aww, you need okay. your own show where you're just like hey guys well it doesn't it doesn't happen often enough for Cap me to dream well, that's why you just make like a sound class like a song you know like you're writing a song right you know it's art i Oh, okay, D- dreams- digital jazz, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, digital style. You know what? No, this you is have fun. amazing That's dreams. Brilliant. So, Kat, you saw the original. This is going to be weird. The original animated Hobbit movies. You know how there was yes. like a minstrel oh, singing actually, every two seconds. Uh-huh. That's how you should read out your dreams. <laughs> and then I went. Uh, just do that. Can you do that for me? Can you please do just that? For sing me? your dream. Not That's not okay. now. Not now. Can oh, you just at a later can you time. air loot while he's doing it? <laughs> Yes, no, I, I can, I've got some sort of instrument that has strings on it I can play later. Yeah. I, Not I'm, very I'm well. tempted to try, but I think it's going to crash and burn. Dude, I, I'll, uh, I'll learn how to play it. Yeah. I have it written down. So I, I, have, I have it written down. So I guess this is what we'll close on. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to fucking sing it. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be, this, I, you're going to keep everyone it. in suspense who's listening to this. And you know what? That's great radio. Do that. What? what tune in, like, tune you're in like, next I'm going to read it. 
<laughs> ah, fuck it. It's too long. <laughs> TLDR. Next time, maybe. I, 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 I mean, I'll just build up it for, for something wholly unremarkable. For a thousand dollars. There was this, there's a scene. Uh, this is, and this is just an excerpt of, of a whole, uh, montage of, of, of night streaming that was, the, this is the only part that I can really focus on. There's a, a scene of what would have been the opening sequence for a film. Uh, set in the American-acquired Spanish West. It's night. Uh, in the ruins of some Spanish-style building, only a few of the walls are up. Uh, and it's kind of – the land is a bit hilly. Um, and uh, the old walls have some lit torches. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so some inspectors arrive, some, like, police inspectors. Uh, they're, they're like – but they're special police types. They're kind of, like, vaguely British even though it's wrong. Like, the, the style of their clothes anyway. They don't, they don't look like they belong in the Old West necessarily. And there's a dead man. And uh, just beyond is his assassin. Um, uh, and, uh, who, who's, who's also dead. And, and there's a man on the ground who's unconscious. And that man is agent, as a man named Agent Queen. Mm. Um, he'd have preferred to, ke- to keep the assassin alive, uh, but it was a deadly battle and he'd barely come out alive himself. Fortunately, the dead man had a clue on him, uh, the, 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 the first dead man via the assassin's gun, a glowing bullet, uh, which was radioactive. Mm. So if the shot didn't kill him, mm-hmm. the contamination would. However, the properties of radiation, of course, weren't relatively unfamiliar to the inspectors at this point in time, even though they're from a science division. This is, um, sounds like the, it's so the, in depth. This sounds like a story in Detective Pikachu. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it turns out Pikachu. Th- th- this is. is this is the opening scene for a new Zorro film. Oh. Um, where they've included a lesser-known pop culture figure for fun, Agent Queen. Um, not Freddie Mercury. Not Freddie Mercury. Okay. Uh, and uh, Agent Queen is a literary character whose uh, super science in the Old West exploits were most recently adapted by Dynamite Comics in the title Queen and Country. This is not true. This is not a real thing. Um, you you dreamt about that. <laughs> what the how how many hours or drugs or Nyquil do you have to take None. to have such I vivid dreams immediately? Like you have a backstory for a thing that doesn't exist, and well, then I that has a backstory. This is a reoccurring thing. No, I know he has it's insane. Yeah. The, the, the how reason, does your brain work? I think the reason that I that I when I when it's a dream that I remember, it's because part of my conscious brain is actually actively trying to figure out what's happening. This is just an assumption. What if you're having I don't a stroke. Know. So so I try to place meaning in it. So I realize that it's a film and the film is an adaptation and the adaptation comes from this thing. So there's no there's no such thing as Agent Queen. Um, Dynamite Comics is a real comics company. They do put out Zorro. They are the publisher of Zorro Comics. Um, but uh, the, uh, the the title of this book is called Queen and Country. Mm. is the name of the book and there was a comic called Queen and Country which I've never read and I didn't remember I looked it up because I thought certainly this much exists and it does it was published by Oni Press between 2001 and 2007 is written by Greg Rucka um, who's a great writer uh, but so so this Queen and Country is this is about a a science investigator agent for the American government in the Old West um, and uh, the dream then segued once the the, reala- the realization happened that it was a, that it was a uh, that it was a film and that this character was recently seen in a comic book then turned into sort of there's a, a narrator focus, which I suppose it could be me, um, who's convinced this uh, – that uh, recognizes the inspector and tries to figure out, OK, where does this character come from? Uh, so then that, that, char- that narrator then finds a volume of Queen and Country to flip through. And it's weird because it's 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 has comic elements to it, but it's largely a prose book. Like they've actually directly adapted the novels that this character came from and there's like intermittent um, – illustrations in 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 sequence some like word balloons and so on um and then at the back there's uh an ad showcasing there's at least six volumes of queen and country um 
and including a volume zero that was the character's first appearance in print from Dynamite, which was as typical from a small publisher, some kind of paranormal crossover featuring a number of the characters that that publisher licensed. So it was, uh, it was Agent Queen and Zorro and the Phantom and a and bunch it, of other guys. This is guys. all still fake. Yes, none of this, this happened. And people say, I'm good at lying. <laughs> You're so good at lying, you do it in your sleep. Because everything you said, I would totally believe is a real thing. Um, and the most, the, here's the most intri- intriguing part about this whole thing. Um, it is that uh, flipping through, let's say I'm flipping through this book. And uh, there's a scene where uh, Queen was with a woman who is like an anthropomorphic tree, like Groot. Um um, and maybe she's a woman who's been turned uh, like that uh, that way by a super science experiment. Did she have maybe... a name that she just repeated? No, 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 no not, such not luck. Exactly. Um, I, I don't know why this woman was a tree. It was a tree woman. Maybe she was a woman who was, who became Kinda a tree. Like a Pocahontas lady. Uh, no, like like an like I mean, like, like, like Groot. Like she Groot. was a tree. Okay. Let, Straight up. She was. A, let's say let's say a Groot, but it's a lady Groot. Okay. Um. And uh. Anyway, she she's dying. Okay. So he puts her in a bathtub filled with water, and he's like really. He's despondent. He's grief stricken. Um, and, and he, he, he like unbuttons his shirt and he gets in too, in, in the water, like holding her. Um, and the sequence lasts a full year in the tub. <laughs> Wait, so did you like experience this? Like, oh God, it's no, been a year. It was, it was a sequence of panels oh, across several okay. pages. Um, where, uh, the tree woman is unmoving and Queen stays there with her, growing emaciated and then presumably dead. Um, but while the tree woman at first wilts and shrivels, Eventually, she begins to sprout new leaves, and uh, cold images in the comic book turn into shots of like the sun hitting her through a window as she 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 blossoms, her body blossoms and, and grows again. Eventually, she wakes up only to find Queen withered and holding her, and by some means that I couldn't figure out, uh, she's able to revive him. Mm. Can I ask a question? Yes, please. Wait, do. is that the whole dream? That's that's it. Yeah. How, if you can remember, how many hours did you sleep that night? Uh, probably probably eight. Probably a good eight hours. Huh. Okay, I'm just wondering when I can, how many hours I need to sleep to to have dreams again. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes have dreams, but only if I don't work the next day and I'm asleep for 13 hours, and then it's a horrible mess. Anyway, yeah. Later on, there was a part where I was on a train with Dave Chappelle, and the train turned into Legos, and then there were there were <laughs> there's more. There was, there was an observation that like, oh man, this disaster. The train crashes, and they're like, oh, there's a disaster, man. Uh, there's all these smoldering bodies. I sure hope this isn't a zombie scenario because uh, that would be. Uh, tired, and then I then the, it, 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 why it, were you thinking it, of Dave Chappelle it, in your dream? It, I don't know. I have he, no idea. He I'm has not, not been huge, relevant to I, you. I mean, I, I like the guy, but I've never followed his career. Um, and uh, uh, and and then there there were zombies, but they were uh, they were life size Lego minifigs, and uh, and and I remember distinctly uh, <laughs> bashing minifigs. bashing one of them in the head the with figs. the. Um, the the spawn the movie playset for the spawn alleyway playset for the that they released for the movie which came with a what <laughs> where's so this random. going I don't I'm, know I've been lost for like the last I feel like it's never gonna five end five or what? ten minutes here this is a different dream it, it, it was it was is this a different dream it, this is a it different was in the dream. same cycle of sleep but it was a different it's thing. a different yeah, story anyway, I, it, there was it, when the spawn movie came out they had a separate line of spawn figures that were just for the movie and I didn't fucking care how do you spawn. even remember that um, but it was it was interesting <laughs> because in this in this playset Todd McFarlane had a figure made of himself as a hobo is that real that is real. And I want. I, I, want I feel like I remember that for some reason. Well, Toy Fair magazine used to use it all the time. They thought it was hilarious. Well, that's like um, his true form. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I hit a, a Lego zombie oh, in the face with that in with an inbox 
uh, <laughs> spawn alley place. Oh god, let's just do with it. Uh, yeah, that's and that's that's my story. Um, we've gone over time, and thanks for listening. Wow, <laughs> wow, that was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know about them, but I'm I'm extremely glad you shared that. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> I'm your number one fan. The, the takeaway is we all need to learn how to dream like Cap does. No, Dude. no, I I like my dreams, the ones I don't have. Thank you. Although it sounds like it would feel like work. And yeah. then I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, your dream, I'm not, I'm your dream is Anytime I have dreams that are vivid like that, they're usually really like depressing or just sad. They're not mm-hmm. like, so I was like on this movie set and I was like doing all this cool shit and there was like a tree woman, like nothing like that. It's like, so all my friends died well, and then. <laughs> what is, what is weird is the ones that I've been remembering lately that I've shared on the show have all had. Um, a lot of pop culture references mm. and connotations and in- inception levels of like <laughs> degrees of media property. Yeah, that's not normal for me. Uh, there's vivid, sure, but like, but that isn't normal. But it's just been happening more and more. Maybe you work. I don't know too much. Entirely possible. <laughs> Maybe I know doctor, but you do have a problem. But it's I'm having fun anyway, so whatever. There you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I guess that'll be that'll we'll, we'll wrap here. Thanks, thanks so much for listening. Um, <laughs> let us know. Your favorite parts, what you'd like to hear more about. And uh, remember, uh, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, that would be amazing. Uh, just any – this show, any show on the network, as many as you can. It, it's awesome. Rating is super easy to do. <laughs> Reviewing, even better if you can do it. But just it, just rate everything. We'll actually be uh, – have a thing um, somewhere on, on the site sometime soon where we'll be able to give you kind of like a, a, an outline of easy ways to link to all this stuff. But that's coming later. Anyway. Thanks, guys. Uh, Ta-ta for now. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Boar. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Nikki. (laughs) I think you are. Yeah, okay. Let's let's, let's roll with that. Everybody else sounded really unsure, so I just figured I was like, I don't... Yeah. Taking us out as a Pokemon track, this is by DigiDestined, a collab between rapper Sky Blue and a number of other folks. In this case, Sublime Cloud and producer... Ru Kenetsu. It's from their first release, Episode 1, Clouded Dreams and Beautiful Memories, and this is a track called HM2. Get up, get out of see the universe. If you need an example, I do it first and reimburse for the purchase. Yeah. Never living worthless. Nah. Value every day before it's curtains. I'm a traveling man, got my HM2 in the palm of my hand. Taking flight over lands, I'm just blowing the globe. You never know where I'ma go. You know, yeah, cause I'm a traveling man, got my HM2 in the palm of my hand. Taking flight over lands, I'm just blowing the globe. You never know where I'ma go. 
grab some for pants for the lift off. Rather live happy, not die pissed off. Kiss stars on my way to the moon. You ain't gotta wait for me, I'll be back real soon. Suitcase packed, pokey decks, and a lot of balls. It takes guts trying to stomach when destiny calls. Can't avoid it, repel's not an option. Keep escape ropes from life's caves, you get lost in. From Austin to NC, backpack never empty. Compile of dreams, I'm immensely dedicated. We never segregated. Black, white, blue version, mine gold plated. I done waited so long, it seemed far fetched. I took a few L's from them, but I still catch what they throw at me. I'm living so happy and trying to keep my head straight. I was so nappy. Uh, reactivator, Granny Rachel Champ, I'ma have to thank her. An active banker, cause I was shake at my tracks that I left back. Capture my setbacks, God gon' bless that. Where I'ma rest at, but skip that. Sleep when I'm dead, never let with death at. Respect that, flight attendant know me as blue. Don't forget sky and the blue mountain dew. Uh. I'm a traveling man, got my HM2 in the palm of my hand. Take a flight over lands, I'm just blowing the globe. You never know where I'm going go. You know, yeah, cause I'm a traveling man, got my HM2 in the palm of my hand. Take a flight over lands, I'm just blowing the globe. You never know where I'm going go. Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud, or give us your feedback at nerdyshow.com forward slash survey. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com forward slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com forward slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we got it covered. Ow! I didn't, I didn't fuck up. You did it. Well, maybe one word. I'm okay. a number one son. <laughs> I think I said sponsorships, but just I've got a speech impediment. Don't make fun of me, assholes.